This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, this is Marty Croft. You're listening to TV Confidential. And this is my favorite podcast. Ed Robertson, welcome you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. I'll now play part four of our conversation with John Barber. John Barber, creator, producer, and one of the original hosts of NBC's Real People. John's memoir, Your Mother's Not a Virgin, The Bumpy Life and Times of the Canadian Dropout Who Changed the Face of American TV, is the story of how John willed a career for himself in the entertainment industry, sometimes despite himself, uh, while also serving as a reminder that sometimes it's better to be liked than to be talented, and that you really can find strength and redemption through the love of a good woman. Your Mother's Not a Virgin, available softcover and as an ebook through Trine Day Publishing, as well as Amazon.com, where books are sold online. You'll recall that on last week's program, we talked to John about the impact that real people had not only on NBC's Wednesday night lineup in the early 1980s, but on our culture in general, including the role that real people played in establishing the platform for America's Most Wanted host, John Walsh, as well as the role it played in launching the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. As we pick up the conversation, the one thing I, for, I, I, I remember the real people t-shirts. I forgot what a, what a commodity they were at the time of the show. Oh, come on. The Smithsonian was going to do a whole uh, department about real people until the show eventually was destroyed by George Slaughter. But the real people t-shirt was one of the most valued things in the United States. Yeah. It was as good as currency. And in some cases, it was even better than currency. We're getting a 50 share. Mm -hmm. We only had three channels at the time, yeah. and, and Fox was just about to to start so that half of everyone watching television was watching our show everybody wanted a real people t-shirt i hired a fellow named hal parrots i don't know if you'll remember the name at all do you remember the name joe pine uh yeah he was uh, uh he, he was uh, the revolutionary uh talk show host from the 60s and he was one of the few people who put you on his show at a time when your first album came out, it's tough to be white. What Joe Pine was, what Joe Pine was, was the first angry man in television. Yeah. You think Rush Limbaugh shouts, or you think O'Reilly used to shout. You heard nothing until you saw Joe Pine. And if he disagreed with somebody, he would say, why don't you go home and gargle with razor blades? Yeah. I mean, it was really, really tough. And uh, only two people... Who only two white people put me on the air when I had uh, released my album, It's Tough to Be White, with the liner notes by Dick Gregory. One was Bob Crane, mm -hmm. who later became Hogan's Heroes, and of course, Joe Pine. And Joe Pine's producer was a fellow named Hal Parrott. Yes. So this happened in the late 60s, and that's when the album came out. Now it's late 70s, and I'm doing, I'm running 
America's most successful show. Yes. And I get a call from Hal Peretz. Hal Peretz is in his 50s now. And uh, he said, you know, John, when you reach 50 in this town, you're out of work. And I, I said, you know, I'm really sorry to hear that. I hadn't, and I hadn't talked to him in 15 some odd years. And he said, would you have a job for me? And I said, what would you like to do? He said, well, my talent is finding people, and that's what you do. You have a real people show. Can I come and work for you? And I said, yeah, let me call you right back. So I went in to see George, and I said, George, you know, remember Hal Parrots? He never heard of Hal Parrots. He remembered Joe Pine. So I told him, you know, I'd like to hire him. And he said, Jesus, John. He said, he'd be the oldest guy here. We're not an old folks home. And I said, but you know, he deals in real people, which is what we deal with, and nobody's going to know his age or anything like that. And he said, if you hire him as your personal assistant to do it, fine. That, you know, that's fine, but I'm not paying him more than 350 bucks a week. I said, listen, he'll be thrilled to get anything. And thank So I called Al back, and I, and I hired him. And boy, he found some of the greatest stories for us. He was absolutely phenomenal. So in any event, he comes in one Monday morning, and he's smoking a cigar, which he didn't usually do. And he had this biggest smile on his face. And I said, and he had this growly voice. He, he sounded a lot like George Burns, actually, <laughs> with his growly voice. He said, I had the greatest weekend. So I said, well, what happened? He said, well, I was at the corner of Highland and uh, Hollywood Boulevard. And he said, about 1130 late at night, I couldn't find anything to do. I'm about to go home. And he said, I'm stopped by this hooker. Ah, she was beautiful. And she said that, you know, asked me if I wanted some action. And, he, <laughs> and I told her, listen, I'm, 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 I'm old, over the age of action. Yeah. But I, I would find some company. And so she quoted me a price. And he said, well, I don't have... I don't have any money on me. And she started cussing about how bad her luck was. So anyway, she, he, he was smoking a cigarette. And she says he got another cigarette. So he reaches in to get his cigarette. And he's wearing his Real People t-shirt. And she screams, is that a Real People t-shirt? <laughs> and he said, yeah, yeah. She said, hold it. You said you didn't have any money? He said, yeah. She said, would you give up your Real People t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> So he took off his, he says, I took off the real T-shirt. He said, John, it's the greatest weekend I ever had. <laughs> so he, he says, can I have some more T-shirts? <laughs> I said, okay, come here. So I go, and he's large. So, yeah. so I get some extra large and a few extra. There must have been about two. I get about two dozen yeah. extra T-shirts I put in this, this bag. So he comes back to me a little later on. One of the guys that we had who got co-producer credit was a guy named Bob Wynn. Yeah. Bob Wynn, when George Slaughter hired him, hired him for one reason. George Slaughter did not want John Barber to get sole credit as producer of the show because he was afraid that Danny Arnold would sue us yeah. because I had had it with him at one time and that was NBC and was becoming he who did. So he hired this guy that he used to have on the Judy Garland show. Yeah. And uh, his name was Bob Wynn. He produced, I think, the Perry Como Christmas show. Yeah. And I said to George, 
He never touches a typewriter. He never comes into the editing room. I don't want anything to do with him. I said, I'll talk to him in the meetings. He has nothing to do with the show. And he said, John, I promised him. So he had nothing to do with the show. He was married to a Chinese lady who was an addicted gambler. You see, you lose everything in Gardenia. He did not have fond things to say about her. But mostly, he was one of these people who was literally like a dark cloud. Yeah. You've and, and, and I hate to say that, but it's true. He had absolutely no sense of humor. And if he tried to be funny, he came across offensive. And he used to tell bad sex jokes and bad interracial jokes and never got a laugh. People would just stare at him. And was I was always uncomfortable around him. Absolutely always uncomfortable around him. And Hal knew that. And he said he came to me and he said, just a few days after he'd been with this Hollywood hooker, and he said, hey, what if I fix Bob Winnup with this girl? And I said, no, 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 no. He said, hey, listen, you know, oftentimes, John, you don't understand it. Oftentimes, men get to be dark and moody because they're not having sex, yeah. okay? And I can solve that problem for you. I said, hell, I don't want anything to do with this. He said, no, I can handle it. I said, how can you handle it? You're going to say you've got a hooker for him? No, I'll get my niece. So, <laughs> He said, the girl that got the T-shirt is going to be the niece. Yeah. So about a week later, he says, there's this restaurant right across the street from us. I think it was called Luigi's Restaurant, Italian yeah. restaurant. Very good. He said, I'm going to set up a lunch in there. You're going to come over. You're going to meet her, and I'll be there, and she'll be there, and she'll be dressed like a lady. And then I'm going to get Bob Wynn to come down. You're going to get a phone call, and you and I are going to have to leave, and they're going to be left alone, and she's going to take care of them. And I said, I don't want anything to do with Al. Get, trust me, John. Trust me. I'm going to make you a very happy man. So I get a call from Hal. Hey, John, come on down. Come on down. We're here. So I go over to Luigi's, and there is this girl dressed like a secretary and really looking nice. Oh, my gosh, she looks great. And there's Hal. And Hal laughs and says, I want you to meet my niece. And she doesn't smile. She just looks up at me and she said, you're a nice looking man. You look better in person than on television. Thank you very much. Yeah. You've already gotten your T-shirt, yeah. okay? Yeah. So she giggled. And then Bob Wynn comes walking in because Hal had called Bob Wynn and didn't tell me. In comes Bob Wynn and he sits down. And Hal said, this is my niece. And Bob, when I guess was not stupid, being in Hollywood that long, he said, that's no niece. That's what he says. <laughs> and she said, is this the guy I got to sleep with? But sleep with isn't what she exactly, said. Exactly. <laughs> I ran out of there so fast. Yeah. And Bob started howling. And he started to laugh, and he ran away. And I knew once I got back to the office, it'd be all around that John Barber and Hal were trying to fix Bob went up with a hooker for a real people T-shirt. Yeah. So I went and hid in my office, and I could hear everybody in the building laughing and hollering about this. So anyway, Hal calls and said, apologize, and the girl's gone. And I said, Hal, just go home, okay? I don't want to see you any, anymore for a while. I, and, and I shut the door and the phone rang. And then this angry voice on the phone, John Barber. I said, yeah. 
you owe me 300 bucks. I said, I beg your pardon. He said, you owe me 300 bucks. I said, who are you and why would I owe you 300 bucks? Your guy just had my girl over there and she gets paid. And I said, well, nothing happened, so she doesn't get paid. Well, if she doesn't get paid, it means I don't get paid. And if I don't get paid, I come and visit you unless I get my 300 bucks and I'm on my way over. And it was this deep, dark, black voice. Yeah. And it scared me to death. Absolutely. Oh, my God, the guy's threatening my life. So he gets parks in front of the place and he calls me back. I'm downstairs and you better get down here and you better bring my money. So... I grabbed the bag of t-shirts and I walked downstairs and walked over to the car and here's this big Cadillac. And this guy dressed like he just walked out of one of these great black movies. I mean, he was so yeah. colorful. This, so, is, this is her pimp. This is her, obviously, her yeah. pimp. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. identified and said, he's her manager. That's yeah. what he said. <laughs> <laughs> he's about 250 pounds. Yeah. I mean, and he's huge. And I get up to the the car and he says, now you're going to give me my 300 bucks or am I going to visit you? And I said, I can't give you any money even if I had it. Yeah. And I said, and I have it, but I can't give it to you. So he says, well, what do you mean you can't give it to me? I said, how do I know you're not an undercover cop? Maybe you're somebody trying to destroy our show and I get caught with, you know, you could be a cop for crying out loud, so I'm not going to give it to you, but I tell you what I am going to give you. I'll give you this. And I hand him the bag of T-shirts. And he cusses at me. He doesn't want any damn laundry. Man, he opens it. And he sees three people T-shirts. And my God, you got extra large in here? And I said, yeah, they're about six. And oh, hot damn. And then he drove off. I never saw him again. Yeah. <laughs> the power of the real people T-shirt. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. John Barber is with us via Skype. John Barber, the godfather of reality TV and the creator, producer, and one of the original hosts of NBC's Real People. John's memoir, Your Mother's Not a Virgin, available in paperback and as an ebook through trineday.com, T-R-I-N-E day.com, as well as amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. John's website, johnbarbersworld.com, as well as the John Barber's World channel on YouTube. I want to circle back to a point you made a little while ago. You said, and if I, if I wrote this down wrong, correct me, you said that you personally don't believe in divine providence and you and you make clear both in the book and you've said early in the program i mean you're let me give you one of my favorite quotes about that okay. when i was a kid yeah i read about an 18 year old boy who fought in the civil war and was shot and was about to die mm -hmm. and he's on the cot along with scores and scores of other people who were about to die and he calls for a minister and the minister comes over to sort of the last rites or whatever it was and the last words the kid says before he dies he says, you know, Father, 
God never gave me every, anything, anything that I ever prayed for all my life. But he gave me everything I needed. Yeah. I never forgot that. And I still don't forget that because I, I've been somehow blessed. Yeah. I mean, if, if, let me tell you, you know, uh, uh, some, many people have said to me, you know, John, if you were still doing real people, it would still be in the top 10 in television. I said, that's indeed true. Mm -hmm. But my wife said to me, but look at how lucky you are. You don't get to be like Alex Trebek in your 20 years on the same show. Yeah. Look at what you've done. You worked with Frank Sinatra. You worked with Jim Garrison. Look at all the wonderful things you've done since Real People. And it's true. And none of it, none of it I planned. None. And it all happened by accident. Yeah. Well, in a way, that sets up my question. Reading Your Mother is Not a Virgin and kind of thinking of your real life as sort of... A character arc. You may not have actually done real people until 78, 79, but right. there are many instances in the 15, in the 10 or 15 years before that, where elements of what you did, you know, in television had elements of real people. It, it, it even goes back to the first, your first job in local television when you produced the children's show and you, you saved that show from cancellation by getting the host to show who he was and actually make an attempt to connect with the kids and that connected with the audience. That's so in the back of your mind, you've always, and, and, and you, met, you mentioned AM Los Angeles, which is a call-in show, which, had an, which, which is a real people yeah. element which was very important to the success of that show so you've always understood the concept the importance of what you call the entertainment of reality that is it's all hard to say. i had a show for 13 weeks on uh, cbs we used to do the show from the same place where johnny carson used to do johnny carson cellar mm -hmm. when he was working locally before he filled in for red skelton on a summer show and it was called John Barber's People. Yeah. Because I would find people who were interesting to bring on as guests. And I realized that the people I ran across or admired or read about real people were a whole lot more interesting than any movie star. Real and, people were always more interesting. And even with some of the movie stars, you talk to and i'm thinking of jane fonda uh top of my oh. head you know yes. th this is jane fonda at the height of the hanoi jane controversy you got yes. her to consider a different point of view before she went on the air with you and that changed I, how the public perceived her i love that story people will love it in the book uh, i can't tell it properly because i i have to keep this uh an amfm show <laughs> it is fabulous fabulous story in the book john barber is our guest this hour john barber creator producer one of the original hosts of nbc's Real People, five-time emmy award-winning talk show host and critic at large and the author of your mother's not a virgin. We'll take a quick time out. We'll talk some more with John Barber when we come back on TV Confidential. Buying or selling a home can be one of the most stressful things we'll ever do in life, but it doesn't have to be. 
and no one knows better than our friends at Front Porch Realty Group. Their community of realtors serving the Northern Bay Area of California that cares about their clients as individuals first and foremost. Whether you're a first-time buyer or looking to lease or sell your property in the Bay Area, Front Porch Realty Group will help you through this important transition by providing you with the right information for your situation while lessening the pain. They also work with a network of realtors throughout California who provide the same high caliber of customer service. Call Front Porch Realty Group at 415-886-7411 for a realtor referral near you. You can also visit their website, frontporchrealtygroup.com, for more information on the services they provide, including upcoming workshops and seminars. For more information, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com. Front Porch Realty Group. They'll find the solution that works best for you. Want a free first ride with Uber? Uber, the mobile app that connects you with a ride at the touch of a button in minutes. Enter promo code TV Confidential after you download the app to receive your first free ride up to $20. For more information, go to get.uber.com forward slash go forward slash TV Confidential. Hey there, this is Wink Martindale, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Attention, this important consumer alert is brought to you by the Structured Settlement Cash Hotline. Did you know it's possible to receive upfront money in one large payment from your Structured Settlement? Yes, you can. If you're receiving a Structured Settlement spread out over time and you want to access your money today, call us. It's your future cash. Why not put it in your hands today? Don't wait any longer. This is the best solution if you need money to pay your bills or even help a family member who's been affected during this global time of crisis. Everyone needs a little money right now, and our hotline is here for you. If you have a structured settlement where you're getting money spread out over time and you want it faster, call now. This simple 10-minute call can get your money now. The call is free and it costs you nothing. 800-965-7987. 800-965-7987. 800-965-7987. That's 800-965-7987. Miss the show? We have more than 500 hours of archived editions of TV Confidential available on demand as digital downloads. For more information, go to shop.tvconfidential.com. This portion of TV Confidential is sponsored by The Misadventures of Biffle and Schuster, the hilarious side-splitting new DVD available through Kino Lorber. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash TV Confidential, x.com forward slash TV Confidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.